Welcome to The Ripple Effect with Soria, where we discuss personal development, the entrepreneurial journey, and impact. Here is your host, Armando Soria. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to The Ripple Effect with Soria. I'm your host, Armando Soria. I want to start off by just reminding you that if you find value in the show, if you hear any tidbits, some takeaways, anything that helps inspire you in your entrepreneurial journey, do me a favor, share the show. The more shares we get, the more abilities we have to get more ears on the show and help us grow. Today, I'm very excited to introduce my guest, my friend, my automobile car stylist, my car rap guy, <laughs> Omar Aguirre. Omar, what's up, buddy? Not much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so Omar uh, is the owner of Central Coast Auto Stylings, and I'll let him introduce himself. I'll let him talk about you know himself and you know all that good stuff. But I just want to share that Omar and I met. <clears throat> we, we were actually neighbors at our business park. And uh, I was walking by one day and we had both moved in at the same time. It was a new construction, a new building and uh, newer business owners. I walked by, saw his shop open. I walked in and I asked him if he could wrap my, my vehicle. I, I don't, did I have, yeah, I did have a van at that time. You had one. <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and sure enough, he was able to provide that service and slowly but surely we built an organic relationship uh with uh mutual you know uh work going back and forth that kind of thing and that's led us here uh to mag one media so what's up bro nothing uh nothing just, that's, yeah, not nothing. there's a lot going on um uh, i'm excited to be here um we went from strangers to almost like the brother i never had thank you man so uh, thank you for that thank you for having me thank you alex from one uh media for having us too so but yeah about me what well, i'm 32 um born and raised here um i grew up in the east side like always all, all, i'm an east side kid um central coast they started out of a, a, a hobby in a sense so and then you know we're here so how long have you been in business now it's been about the same time as me right yeah about what i'm saying this is our third full year so four and three and a half maybe Unless we go, it's three full years. So you've been in business longer than I have. No, because no, because we have <laughs> we have the shop for we have the shop for what three, two, two. It's okay. been two years. So yeah, two full years. So technically, like three years, three yeah. and a half. Yeah. So we're about half. the same. About the same. Yeah. Very different though. And so, it started as a hobby. You you mentioned that. Yeah. So uh, tell me about that. So first of all, the services that you offer, and correct me at any point, but you do uh, commercial wraps, so branding. From design to installation, uh, personal vehicles, you do just change, custom yeah. wraps and make them look all yeah. crazy and shit. Make it stand out. <laughs> whatever you want. There's a million colors now, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, literally, right? Yeah. And then uh, window tint? No, I haven't got into that yet. That's the next, probably the next The next adventure. vertical? Yeah, the next yeah. vertical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the detailing, same thing, mobile detailing. It's the nice. next one. Nice, nice. Uh, I was trying to focus more on like commercial too now so the more the signs and stuff like that too so yeah but we're growing that's the name when i originally started rapping it was supposed to be rap kings because it was going to be rap but now after i thought about it i was like well central coast auto styling i want to do more focus on everything when it comes to cars so slowly but surely we're growing um you know so once i get more manpower then we'll keep growing so that's the, that's probably my biggest uh how you say maybe my biggest liability right now is not having the power to 
yeah. how far with Dale Wine. Uh, for... You know, all, all in phases, right? <laughs> and yeah. so you came from a from a entrepreneurial background, right? Your your father, if I'm not mistaken, he has a couple businesses mm-hmm. here in town. So did you always know that you were going to pursue your own your own venture kind of thing? Or were you... uh, shit, that's a good question. Um, yes and no. My dad, well, first of all, my dad went from working, you know, no papers, illegal strawberries, and then had his own business, soccer business, and now uh, a pet store here. So I've always liked that, how he had his own schedule. You know, he you don't have, he was his own boss. Yeah. But in a sense, too, I didn't want, I don't know if it's like a Mexican thing or like, I didn't want to be like the same route as my dad. Yeah, you wanted your yeah, own. Yeah, I wanted path. my own path. I don't so, think that's a Mexican. Yeah, I think that's just a, I don't know. that's just a, a normal normal thing for for kids, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. So when I started little by slowly but surely, I was working for him. Like the he had a soccer store, uh, Kaya Soccer Plus, that I basically ran it for a, like a couple of years. But we just bump heads, you know. Just me and my dad had the same personality. I'm sure yeah, it's sure, like that. Sure. Working with so, family yeah, is always work, a challenge. Yeah, it's amazing sometimes. <laughs> and then you know, I went to the uh, Jurassic Pets, which is a store on uh, here too. And same thing, I worked, but I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, at least I was back then being immature and being younger. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't want to work for my dad. You know, you know, I hated it. You know, in a sense. But now I understand it. Yeah, now, know, the, now that the, the now, shoes in the other the shoe, foot, yeah. you, so, you realize it. And then I I went to school to be I'm, I'm a veteran, so I have, I used my GI Bill to do uh, I went to school to do HVAC and electrician, and I just didn't like it. I just didn't like being uh, telling me what to do. So then I you know <laughs> I decided to do my own thing, and yeah, I then yeah. here we're here now. You know, yeah, I yeah. still I still don't tell myself what to, I tell myself what to do still, but yeah. you know, and that's kind of, that's interesting coming. Yeah. So so thank you for your service. Yeah, uh, you, well, you served in the U.S. Army. Yeah, in the army, and you were uh, MP, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you for that service um, and dedication and sacrifice. And so coming out of the service, I guess you got tired of people. To, you got tired of taking yeah, orders. Honestly, I got tired of that and all the fucking politics. Yeah. I mean, but that's yeah. that's everywhere now still. Yeah, sure, so. sure. Well, cool. So you 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 started rapping as a hobby. So I'm assuming that you were just kind of helping someone out, or, or how did it, how did that whole thing get started? So with the first shops that we're at now, in front there's a tent. The tent. Uh, you know, one yeah, of the one yeah. of the guys there, and he was he renting out to some at the time. His name was Jeff. He needed help because he was growing. He was probably one of the only ones that would rap here in Salinas. So he was rapping, and he's like, "Hey, I need some help." So my friend told me, and I started helping him. You know, but after a while, I started noticing that I liked it, and I kind of noticing that he saw that I liked it, and he kind of like pushed away from like teaching me. So then I'm like, "Well, I had all you know, I had all you know money saved up." I'm like, "Okay, I'll start doing classes," and then I got good at it. I literally. Probably began to rap. I want to say like in the January. By May, by May I had signed the lease to get. You already knew that yeah, you were gonna go. I, yeah. you were gonna go in. And I've always been like that. I'm always been like I'm extremist. Like, yeah, basically I jump from you know if I want to do something, I think an idea today, tomorrow I jump in it. So that's why I spent a good amount of money when I got my shop. I wanted a nice. I'm always <clears> gone all out. I'm never half that shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how it came about. And then I actually remember. Having my, because it was in August, maybe three, four years ago, whatever, around that time frame. And I just had, you know, all this, the money that I had saved up. So I invested in my business. And, but I was slow. It was slow. I, you know, I thought I knew what the business was from having my dad, but I didn't know shit. Yeah. And in a sense, so um, it went slow from like August, my first year at August to like March. And I was like completely dead. And at the time, I had, uh, at the time, Jeff had came to my shop, the one that had taught me, and he was he was renting, and he had all his cars, and I would just help him out, and 
you know, make just making the rent and that's it. Yeah. And I just remember one time being upstairs and like having a, a, you know, I was like, in a sense, like I felt like defeated. I was like, dude, like my shop's nice. I have I have no business of what's going on. And I just remember getting a phone call at the time, you know, uh, of, and I was like, you know, back then I was didn't do the all that self work that a shadow work that I've done now. So I didn't really realize, but I felt like, and in a sense, now looking back, I was like, I thought I was depressed. And I just remember. My love language is off topic is like words and affirmation. Affirmation. So I'm sitting up there, dude. I was like sad. I was looking at my phone. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Just sad. And then uh, my girlfriend, she calls me. She's like, hey, I just want you to know that I'm proud of you and like that you're going to do good in your business. And like, I don't know, that just like flipped the switch on me. And then after that, I just began like, you know, trying to network. And, that. and after that, like March, it started taking off and to the point where I'm at, where I'm at now and stuff. So um, there you go. That's yeah. it in a nutshell. Yeah. And it's funny. So uh, that's that's uh, one of the reasons why I wanted you, uh, why I invited you on the show, is because uh, our, you know, the 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 premise of this show is to discuss the 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 journey of an entrepreneur, uh, the ups and the downs, right, and inspire and and learn and exchange ideas because there's just so much involved with this. Uh, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, there's a difference between both, right? We all yeah. start off as business owners, and as we mature and we start really casting and honing in on vision and purpose and implementation of the things that we learn through personal development, suddenly you start seeing what it really means to, you know, to travel that journey to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you started as a business owner as did I, and as do most people who go into business and, um, you know, being that our shops were side by side, I think I was not to put it out there. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> but I was your first, uh, your first, commercial rap customer what uh commercial yeah commercial for rap. sure yeah yeah, yeah. no sure. obviously you were doing yeah, your thing yeah, yeah. but um and that was cool like i, I didn't mind because you know yeah. he gave me a good deal and you know yeah, we, they we got we, a good deal <laughs> <laughs> he's still mad about he's it still, but, you, you still know, get the good deals though. yeah, it's all yeah. Good. um and anyway it, you know it, it was a learning experience for you it was uh something new for me and it was, didn't matter because uh, ultimately here's the the the, the kicker is that uh, i ended up rebranding and had to rewrap all my vehicles uh, which you ended up doing anyway, uh, going, so yeah. hopefully it came back around for a <laughs> good deal. Hopefully you keep rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but anyway, what I wanted to touch on was you you didn't have when you went in, <clears throat> you know, you touched you you mentioned some some crazy phrases, some stuff that you're like, oh, what's that, right? Yeah. You talked about you know shadow work. You talked about possibly yeah. you know you said words of affirmation. Obviously, you're talking love language. Yeah. But you're discussing affirmation, so you're starting to get into some, some uh, tricky, tricky some, waters there. Some you know what I mean? For some people, yeah, <laughs> right. And so what I what what it amounts to, and what I want to get into with you is, I've had the opportunity to not just grow with you professionally, you know, as two neighboring businesses, mm -hmm. but we've also shared our experiences through the entrepreneurial or the personal development journey, rather, both of those. Yeah, the the entrepreneurship and the personal development. Um, I remember early on as I started to, I remember when I hired my first business coach, Oh, Shane, mm. <laughs> I hired him and I, uh, I, re I remember running to you and telling you, Hey man, mm. I'm going to pay this dude. You know, I think it was like somewhere like 4k yeah, a month and, and, and not to put his business out yeah. there, but you yeah. know what I mean? And I was, I was like nervous. I'm like, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. Cause, uh, culturally, demographically, like just regionally, ge I mean, geographically or just just whatever yeah. for whatever reason it was we weren't raised in an environment uh 
you know, and that's just maybe just a personal family thing, right? No, we just didn't, weren't, we weren't raised in an environment where, you know, you hire a coach, yeah. you, you, you uh, pursue mentorship or whatever the case may be. Right. But at the end of the day, um, after talking with my wife who gave me her blessing, um, I was able to comfortably as, as comfortable as it could be, yeah. I decided I, I was able to, to hire a coach and expose myself to this, this crazy world. That's just been a roller coaster of mm-hmm. all kinds of emotions and growth and yeah. setbacks. And you know, it's been good. Uh, so at some point, at a certain point, I think it was this January, was it? I, I guess my question would be, when did you, I think it was January, but was that your, when we, when we started uh 75 hearts, when I'm referring March. to, was that your first real like endeavor of jumping into this world of, of uh, personal development? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I had tried 25 hard, like think three times before I, three times, I fell three times before I tried it. Then when I, then I finished the fourth time. Um, so, but it was in March. It was, it was in March when we started it. Yeah. And um, let me ask you, man, what, what type of impact has that had in your life? Dude, it has changed my life completely. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I mean, the people that know me is I've lost fuck, 75 hard. I think I was like at 231 and now I fluctuate between 190 and 195. But I mean, and even Andy, you know, the creator of 74 hard will say it's not a, it's not a fucking physical workout, a physical change that comes naturally is more mentally. And that's what, what changed me and, Totally, yeah. totally different person from from March that I am now because of that, you yeah. know. And um, the way Seventy Five Hard happened, it was I was going through a rough patch in relationship, you know, going through a breakup, and I was driving to pay my rent in Marina, and uh, I was I was listening uh, the book of uh, Ed Mallet at the the Power One or the yeah, Power One More, the Power One More, and and I mean I was sad, so I was I was just in, you know down. You were in your feelings. And I was in my feelings basically. <laughs> and I, I remember like it's fucking. It was like eight. 8.15, I'm driving through uh, Castroville, and I and Malette talked about, oh, we always talk about who we, you know, we, I'm not, not to quote for sure the phrase, but... Paraphrase. Paraphrase more of, like, he was like, um, we always say, so we'll start Monday, or we'll start tomorrow, and stuff like that, and that happened, happened day to be Monday, and I said, well, fuck it, like, why not just fucking start it? Like, I, I know what the fuck I need to do for setting up for hard, why not just do it? Literally, dude, I haven't ate nothing, because, you know, setting up for hard, if you know there's rules, you know, what do you need to follow? Yeah. I hadn't done nothing, and the first, the one of the biggest thing was the, the guy on the water a day. I literally got a convenience store, grabbed a guy, and I just started chugging it. I paid, <laughs> I paid, I went to go pay the rent, and then I went back to the shop and started writing down, you yeah. know, the two workouts, and that's how it started, and, you know, and then the prior three times, that, that would be my fourth time that I tried it, the first three times, day one, 5 p.m., I'm done. Like, I have a headache, you know, I'll withdrawals from eating fucking shitty food and then um i just stuck with it i just stuck with it and i noticed like and then you were doing it so when you were doing it i think you were like 14 days or like about two weeks ahead of me mm-hmm. so you would always tell me well, okay what day this you're gonna feel that and like, it happens so happens that you know um uh you know i felt that i felt that and there was times where you know i wanted to give up but after a while like after day seven after day 14 like every every couple of weeks you would notice i would notice the difference in myself yeah and then it just took off from there and you know, 75 hard helped me do all the shadow work that we don't talk about. I mean, especially that's coming from a Mexican culture, yeah. at least. It, uh, well, to, to back up a little bit and just to, you know, to, yeah, uh, some people don't maybe aren't, aren't familiar with it. Um, so 75 hard is a, is a, it's a, it's a fit. It's not a fitness program. It's a mental it's a, program. It's, sorry, a mental fortitude program. Yep. See, it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's a mental fortitude program that was developed by Andy Frasilla. And 
essentially what it is, there's, uh, I believe there's five tasks. Um, there's a outdoor, there's, there's two, two workouts. Workout. They have to be at least four hours apart. One of them has to be uh, outdoors. Like 45, and minutes. 45 minutes each. You can't have any cheat meals. You can't have any alcohol. Uh, you have to follow us a, a diet uh, of your choice so they don't put pressure on any, any given diet, just something that works for you. And you have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, book, something in the self-help realm or personal development book. Um, And you have to take a selfie and (laughs) you have to take a a progress picture and um, drink a gallon of water. So I guess there's more than five. Yeah. But um, anyway, and that goes on for 75 days. And the idea is, is no, it's not a fitness program. But what's happening is as you go through this journey and I've gone through it once uh, to completion and I failed it twice, I believe, before. Um, and I got down to like day 46 or something and I failed once. But anyway, <clears throat> the thing about it is that as you go through those changes, what it's doing is instilling things like fortitude, discipline, um, you know, a uh, bunch of good things come out of it. But you can't see when you're growing inside, right? You can't see your mindset shifting. So the cool thing is that by taking those progress pictures and following the regimen, you do see an external result and you see the weight loss and that kind of thing. So it's a really cool program. If uh, if you're interested in it, look it up. Um, 75 Hard with Andy Frasilla. But the byproduct of that, and that's what I think what you were getting at, is the byproduct of that. And, you know, you, you did the program. <clears throat> I did the program. Uh, we, you know, Life happens. You kind of continue on with life because yeah. you know it's not. That's well. I'll, I'll keep that opinion for later. Yeah. But uh, you you continue on with your life, and something. I mean, what you were feeling great. I remember you were like on top of the world, just as I was, yeah. right? And obviously, working through personal development, it exposed you to new ideas and and um, and new things. And you know, you keep referring to shadow work. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> tell me about how how you got there. Like you know, you finished seventy five hard. Then what happened? <laughs> so I finished thinking about hard. Uh, I mean, I felt like I was on top of the world. One, because obviously I felt like I haven't felt this healthy in, like, since I was in the army. Um, but mentally, it was a, it was it was a different. Just like before, um, I always, at least mainly, I always thought it was my relationships that I cared about what they thought about me or if I wasn't enough. But after 75 hard and doing the shadow work and, you know, I realized that it was, it was with my dad. So then I realized like, shit, like everything's tied down to your energy, to, you know, your, your feelings with your family. Like, and don't get me wrong. We, my, I had, a, I can never complain about my childhood. Like I had everything I wanted, you know, my dad would make me work for it. But I, I always felt like, and this is the reason why maybe I went my path instead of helping my dad more is like, I always felt like I was never going to be enough. Like I always wanted like, Oh, my dad to be like, Oh, I'm proud of you. And like, even to this day, I mean, I know my dad loves me and I know my dad um, did everything he did to us, but he never told me like, Oh, I'm proud of you and I love you. And he still doesn't. Yeah. And before 75 hard and that, that was, that was like him not having his approval would, would wreck me. But now since doing all that work, I like, it's, I'm like, am I, I told myself it's okay if my dad doesn't tell me, I know he does like, and you know, and it goes back to, you know, um, seeing, uh, uh, the shadow work from uh, we see some lady named yeah. Patty. Uh, so introduce about yeah, Patty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you 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 identified where those feelings came from, and you realized that just like a lot of other people, yeah, <clears throat> that we all have trauma, 
is what happened, right? So you were going through 75 hard, you're, you're developing this mental fortitude and you started realizing that, you know, these old feelings and opinions are coming because of childhood trauma yeah. that was brought on. And, you know, I think a lot of us in our age, <clears throat> our generation, um, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> a couple of years, a couple of years. I'll give you but, that. Uh, you know, it was a tougher generation and, uh, and maybe, you know, um, through no fault of theirs because it, everything's just kind of sequential okay. and lineage and that kind of thing. It's, it's passed down from one generation to another. another. And um, I think like, my, you know, my, I know my dad did a, a hell of a job, um, but you know, that type of affection was just not normal. Yeah. No, that's, uh... <laughs> right. But he did a better job than his father. And so, you know, it kind of trickles down and it's up to us to break those, those cycles, those cycles. But anyway, so you identified those issues um, inside, the, you know, those, or I guess you did some, the shadow work is you reflecting on those traumas yeah. and identifying that you had some work to do. And so now it gets interesting, right? Yeah. So we, you know, you, so you go man. out and you see uh, Miss Patty. Patty, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, obviously we're, we're local here, you know, we're here in, uh, in Monterey County. We're here yeah. in Salinas, California. So Patty is... Is who? Who's Patty? Patty is. <laughs> I know you want to give her a shout out. <laughs> so yes, shout out to Patty. Thank you for helping me get where I'm at, guiding me to get where I'm at. Um, Patty focuses on like energy. Um, she's how do you how do I say it without trying to sound like we're crazy or something? Uh, like gonna... she's she's more. I don't give a fuck. She's more of like a. a <laughs> she helps you with your uh, your spirit, like your spiritual side. You know, she's not like. I, I she comes. She she comes to you from a holistic. Yeah, approach. from holistic. Yeah, approach. So, um, the when I started seeing Patty was when I was I started dating uh, my girlfriend, and it was one of our first dates. She goes, she introduced. She's like, oh, it was during COVID. She goes, oh, I want you to see this lady. She's a bad energy, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I mean, I'm coming from a traditional family. I'm like, what the hell is this? But I was trying to, you know, eventually date the girl. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna you know play the game and kiss her ass and go to that. So yeah. Um, so it was during COVID. So I just remember being. She's in Castroville. Uh, Holist. I don't even. I don't even know her. The, her business name. Transfer. I'll, I'll look it up right now. But uh, so it was during COVID. So we were like separating. You know, the whole six feet and whatever. So then you know she it was during COVID. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So she had. Uh, she shattered outside, and she had. I want to say it was like sixteen of us, but we were like separated and like just. It's in the concrete, so it was just like on a pillow. So I'm like, you know, and I'm in the front, and then uh, my girlfriend's in 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 the back, and she's sitting and like meditating and at this time i've never meditated i've never done none of that like you know yeah. I, I never do that yeah so i'm just like sitting there and then just patty you know it's just the first time ever meeting her and i'm like you know she came around she's like there's a you know closing your eyes and he's like you know there's a light coming out you know w picture the light is coming out and at the time the lights like and i remember this day still because it's like one of the you know days that changed me a lot so it was like a in my in my head i closed you know had like a emerald green light that was i remember and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, what am I doing here? You know, I was like, oh, really? I was like, this is what I'm gonna do to, you know, we know where this girl behind me, whatever. And uh, so she, Patty, just goes and puts like her hand over me, and she goes, I just want you to know that you're enough. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, you, you never know anything in my life. You don't know my issues, but that one, that is my issue because even up to maybe up to two months ago, that was always my, like my, how do I say? Maybe the like, trauma, my trauma that it triggered it. So I'm like what the hell like how does she know this and like i said before i thought i felt that that wasn't enough for my relationship but it's more i didn't feel enough to my dad and that's before i knew about inner child trauma so you know i'm going home and like and i remember being on the car ride back home and like you know uh i'm like 
did you know and my girlfriend and my jessica did she like tell patty about me like yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how did patty know and ever since then i was like intrigued i was like because like, we had a conversation he goes no i've never told her anything about it you know Cause, but at the time you know my girlfriend didn't know any of that too so i'm like so ever since then i started seeing her more and more and like you know she's helped me a lot like so much she's helped me like with my energy and like even now when it goes to uh you know like all your energy is everything like if you so you know it basically opened up a rabbit hole from from spiritual energy to what i am now it's like you know even now like gratitude or even so, something as writing down you know obviously being grateful for or like yeah, even, or even being negative when you're negative you're throwing all that negative energy out you're you're giving negative energy out so you're receptive to that negative energy yeah, and, and, it, and it, yeah and it's and it's and it's funny because there was times where I would go to Patty and I was like depressed, you know, I was having an argument or I was having an issue with my dad or whatever. And like she would go and like I would be there and, you know, you know, people that have gone to Patty know how, you know, her thing. She puts on the table, you lay down, you meditate, not table, a bed, you meditate. And every time after I would feel like clarity, like, you know, you know, it was clarity of like of a guidance of what you need to do. And I would come out. And, you know, I just felt great. And it's the point where, like, I would, would tell you about it. And you were like, oh, I don't know if I wanted to go on that route. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I tell everyone now, like, everyone <clears throat> if that's a close friend to me um, knows about how much Patty has helped me. And I, I recommend it. And, and yeah. I tell them all the time, Luda's not like, especially people that are super religious, you know, we, you know, a few, you know, but I tell them, bro, it's not like anything to do with, like, you know, bad energy, all that brujeria, people say it. <laughs> I was like, she's, she's. You know, it's a good energy. It's so Patty like has changed me so much as far as that yeah. guiding me, you know, to the right, you know. But people are frowned upon. Like if I tell my parents about her, she'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> like that's local, you know, type of thing. But yeah, yeah. very few people that are 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 in that realm like us that do the shadow work and the self work from started from Sunday for hard will understand they'll be like oh these fools are not crazy but I'm sure people that are you know traditional are gonna be like what the fuck's wrong with this guy why, why, why is he on the podcast or you know why is Armando super close with, the, with yeah, him you know yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like we, we get each other we know we feel that vibration energy like yeah. it's to the point now where like if someone's like negative towards me or like I feel the energy it's like bro like it's exhausting I'm like dude get, get away from me that type of thing <laughs> so yeah. and like and very few people know like he had a couple guests like Castlevan Dave Castlevan knows about all about that yeah. You know, and uh, Christian Palacios knows all about that. So, Cedric. and it's funny because and Cedric knows all about that. So, like, and even Chris, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so when we talk, it's to us it's normal. Like, I, you know, we know that for us it works, and for us it's a, you know, it's a way of life in a sense. Mm-hmm. But when we talk to people that don't, maybe like if I said I would talk to my parents, they'd be like, what "The fuck, yeah, yeah, so, yeah." No, I mean one one thousand percent. Yeah. So first off, just to clarify, what it is is she helps. Uh, what Patty does is she does a, a guided meditation. And, um, and essentially just helps you, helps you, you know, get some clarity, close your mind and focus inward so that then you could, you know, um, get, you know, just go through a meditation if you will. And, and it gets wild in there, uh, when you start going inward, but that's how a lot of folks, um, you know, deal with trauma in a sense, right? It's, they, they have to identify what triggered them go inward and the shadow work is essentially addressing the root cause of the trauma. So uh, you, you keep mentioning inner child. Well, that's, you know, um, your younger self maybe didn't realize that your dad, you know, loved you like, he, like you know, he did. Like now as an adult, you know, yeah. he did, but he never said it. You know he loved you, yeah. but did little Omar know, little Omar. right? And so the shadow work is is basically kicking that beehive, is, as, uh, as C-Dub would say, yeah. right? It's going in there and 
addressing the root cause of it so that you could overcome those triggers whenever you feel that kind of way. It's uh, it's psychology. It's a little bit of quantum physics. It's it's a little supernatural. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's different. Or weird. And, um, it's weird. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. weird, dude. So, <laughs> you know, and I say that because um, I was never exposed to that stuff either. Right. And uh, you mentioned it as we went gone through personal development. All of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. What's all this stuff? What are all these feelings? What are all these emotions? Because we were taught to suppress, you know, and so like you going through 75 hard uh i i um i did very well with the program it changed me it, it and it was funny because it was i was going through it at a time that was it, I, I, we were experiencing rapid growth and in all areas of life it felt like yeah. uh home life is good kids are good you know wife's good happy everything's going on Work is going well. We're having record-breaking months. Um, I'm hiring people. I mean, by all accounts from the outside, it's like, man, this guy's blessed. And yeah. I was, and I am yeah. uh, extremely blessed. And um, and I don't take, I don't discredit that at all. But I remember, and this this will bring in uh, this conversation is kind of funny because uh, it's making me reflect. <clears throat> so during all that success, uh, that was January, February, and I believe March. I mean, it's, it hasn't stopped. Yeah. That's the cool thing. Yeah. But during 75 hard, that's actually, um, I think I t- touched on it on the episode with Chris Warrens. Um, I read his book and I basically, that's what he was talking about, uh, doing the shadow work. Uh-huh. Um, and in there, he was also talking about I mean, there's a whole chapter uh, related to affirmations and morning routine and gratitude journaling. So that's when I was exposed to that. And, <clears throat> you know, as crazy as it sounds, it worked. Right. Uh, things were happening around me because of awareness. I became aware of things and, and call it the law of attraction or however you want to call it karma, but it was working. And so <clears throat> success kept going. Everything's going well. And all of a sudden I had a very minor, you know, customer service issue that was easily dismissed, not in, not dismissed. Like I don't care, but dismissed as in I've, you know, I was an operations manager for a large company for, I don't know, eight years or something like that. Um, and I dealt with like, customer service issues. That was one of my jobs is, you know, I was the guy who went in and, and took care of problems. I was a problem solver. Yeah. I am a problem solver as an owner. Right. So having a customer service issue wasn't the problem. The problem was that the way I reacted in inside, inside of inside here yeah. in my heart. Right. Uh, Cause I care so deeply about, yeah. about providing a good service and care deeply about, you know, making sure that we're upholding our core values and so forth and so on. So all of a sudden I had this, this minor issue um, and I'm not belittling the, the issue, but it was, the point is, is that it should have not gotten to me the way that it yeah. did. It's part of business. So I addressed it um, and it didn't have the, the outcome that I desired. And, you know, I always want to make sure that everyone feels well with everything going on, but it's business, right? Sometimes people aren't going to, aren't going to align with it. <clears throat> All good. Well, the problem was I was just coming off of 75 hard. I was depending on someone else's system. And this is my, this is my rant with 75 hard mm-hmm. now, right? As good as it is. It wasn't my system. It was Andy Frisilla's system that I was applying to my personal life, which is fine. It's great. And truthfully, his program is a year long. It's the Live Hard program. And eventually yeah. it becomes a lifestyle that you sustain the rest of your life, I guess, right? <clears throat> I, I wasn't ready to do all that. I wanted so like badly to implement my own personal system so that it could be a sustainable deal, you know, for the rest of my life versus depending on the program, right? And so I didn't follow through with the rest of his um, his deal. 
<clears throat> it goes on to phase one, phase two, phase three. But um, anyway, so I finished 75 hard. Went, you know, everything's going great. And suddenly a little customer service issue. And bro, I got depressed. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I talked to you. I was down for two weeks, yeah. you know, and I have coaches. I've invested in personal development. You know, I know people. I'm connected. All this stuff, right? And, you know, I'd reach out to some of them and they'd give me advice that was actually really good, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear it because when you're depressed or when you're going through yeah. turmoil, it's really hard to get up, right? And so I have a lot of empathy that for people that go through, you know, uh, that have trauma. I have a lot of empathy for people that, you know, go through depression. And obviously it goes without saying, if you need help, ask for help right seek help talk about it I have to say that as a disclaimer to the show you know what i mean yeah. but but truthfully i was like damn i can't and i already knew what to do man yeah. I, I i already had a good morning routine in place to help me continue with my success it's simple all i had to do was wake up at 4 45 a.m go do a workout get the body moving um after the workout it was um read 10 pages because i still i still try to do that and then write my gratitude journal because once you write once you're in gratitude once you're in that in that gratitude space your perspective changes right like Casavan said if you're vertical you got something to be grateful mm-hmm. for so all of a sudden you can really look at your life and by all the good in life you should easily overcome the you know just by shifting your perspective right well it didn't work out that way i i, I couldn't do it I, I couldn't get up i couldn't get into that workout i mean I, I was up i was functioning i was going to work i was still being a leader you're just going through emotions but i was feeling things that i never felt because yeah. i've never took the time to process any of my own mo- emotions right i had zero emotional intelligence and i i could say that because i took a hard look at my life as this kind of process went on i was the kind of guy that always showed two emotions i was either happy or what i can cont- what i thought was happy or i was angry and that was it, yeah. right? And it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, I look back at my childhood and my dad, who I love, and my dad's my best friend, but it was happy <laughs> or angry, you know what I mean? He seldomly showed sadness um, and, and, and other emotions, right? And it's not his fault, and, you know, it's all good. Like I said, very, I'm very fortunate with my mm-hmm. childhood. I did not come from a broken home. I had both my parents who loved us and sacrificed and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm replicating what I saw because I caught it. Yeah. I wasn't taught it. I caught it. You, caught it, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And so interestingly enough, here I was in this place and I'm like, what in the world's going on? Shortly before this had happened, I had gone to an Arte event in uh, St. Louis. Louis and that's where I met Jamie. Shout out Jamie Herena. And, uh, you know, I remember having dinner with her with Cedric and AD. And, um, and she had, you know, she, she's basically, she's an empath. She's intuitive. She, she's like Patty in the sense that, you know, she does a lot of internal work and on meditation and, and, and healing and that kind of thing. And she has an incredible story, Jamie Herena, if you want to look her up. But, um, anyway, I remember having dinner with her and she was telling us that she's very connected to energy and to source and that she could tell us about, you know, she could read people very well. Yeah. So me, you know, me, me, and I was going through 75 hearts. Yeah. So I was sober. I wasn't drinking. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't there. Yeah, I was just hanging out. Right. Um, I was just like, Oh, like, tell me about me. Right. Yeah. And I remember, I'll never forget that she said to me, she goes, she, well, I, I actually just ran into her in New York the, um, a couple weeks ago. And she said that what she noticed about me was that I was there, but I wasn't present my mind was already running gears and yeah. running plays on how I was going to get to the next revenue goal yeah. and how I was going to get to the next stage in business. I mean, my mind's just churning. I, all I'm thinking about is business and growth and, and, and goals. 
But what I didn't do was I had never sat in my emotions or processed the feelings of that rapid growth that I was experiencing, right? And so all of a sudden, I burnt out. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. And it didn't make sense when she told me yeah. that. I was like, huh? Yeah. When she said, you need to, sl- you need to just be. That's, those are her words. Just be. be. Well, I thought just be meant lock myself up in a room, pull out a whiteboard, and write how I'm going to get to my next you know, yeah. revenue goal. But no, that wasn't it, right? So I was like, I did just be. <laughs> well, anyway, long story short, I crashed and burned. And it took me a minute and it took me talking to the right people um, and having good conversations with more coaches and mentors, you know, shout out to Matt Bertho for, for being a voice coach and so much more where we actually started going into a deep dive um, into self and becoming more aware of what was going on inside. Yeah. Right. And then thus began my shadow work. Yeah. And that was a long way around to say that that was about the time that you invited me to see Patty. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, at first you don't want to. I was like, bro, just like I'm telling you, like everyone that knows about me knows how much I rave for, about Patty for yeah. everything. Yeah. And I and I know she comes. It's a good energy. It's a good place. It's like I've told you. I told Cedric. You know. Right, you know. Right. We know. So. Well, um, and that's just it, right? It's so foreign to us. I mean, like first of all, the fact that I'm here, you know, on a podcast talking about uh, emotional intelligence yeah. and awareness and energy. I mean, it's it's different, yeah. right? But the thing is that as you go through and you evolve as a person, you realize more and more that there's a lot of you know truth in this, that this is a yeah. reality. And you could call it a whole bunch of different things uh, to make you feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it is what it is, yeah. right? So I went to go see Patty and I had a guided meditation with her and it was it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was incredible. So I, um, I, you know, I vouch for her too. You know yeah. what I mean? If it, if it's up your alley, go see her. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, um, but anyway, so I don't know, man, you could I'm, let you add to, to that journey, you know? I mean, like this year, it's probably been my most successful year, like financially for my business. Right. But like I said, if I didn't do none of the shadow work, I, my business would probably been closed now. I've always been, I've always been like, fuck, if I get an idea, okay, I'll do it tomorrow type of thing. But now it's like doing the shadow work has slowed me down. Like, you know, just putting in the work slowed me down, you know, be like, okay, well, I got to think about this. I got to think about that. Like, even if my heart makes me, you know, uh, plan more, plan out more. Like, like I said, gratitude, I'm still working on it. I, I, I tend to forget, but the day that I do do gratitude, it's like, dude, like, it's just like, yeah, I, I see it's, it's, a, it's a better day when, I, when I'm gratitude because it's true. Like, dude, we have... I mean, I'm pretty blind, but I have, you know, I have two eyes. I'm not blind. I have, you know, two hands, two feet. I have two, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. functioning, you know, and I, it's funny because I've talked, I talk to people and I meet people all the time and they're negative. Like, oh, my windshield got cracked today. My yeah. day is ruined. And I'm like, bro, it's like eight in the morning. Like, at least you have a car to have, you know, it's, I see now everything in life is, you know, it's perspective. You can be negative, you can be positive. <clears throat> if, and if, like I told earlier, if you're, if you're putting out negative energy out, you're going to get negative energy back in. You're, yeah. oh, you're receptive to it, and that's the way it is. Right. And uh, Yeah, and it was funny, you know, uh, for me, as uh, as we're talking about energy and whatnot, I remember for me the the big kickoff uh, was reading um, uh, Dominate Your Day was, was obviously important to me, but also um, the great Napoleon Hills, the, um, I'm drawing a blank, Think uh, and Grow Rich. There we go. I love to say. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> because in there, he, he you know, he goes into detail about vibrations and frequencies and and uh you know as i evolve and, and become more aware the, the more you see it so you're talking about you know yeah there's uh there's a lot of truth in i mean everything's everything's energy you know what i mean and 
again, you could call it a source, you could call it God, you could call it universe, whatever. you could call it karma, you could call it whatever you want to call it and make you, you know, help you help you understand and comprehend it. But the fact is that there's 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 something that's bigger than us. That, yeah. And and you know, the way that I looked at it from that book was that, you know, everything is frequency, right? The fact that you're listening to this audio either in the car or or through, you know, the internet or watching the feed, that's it's it's a frequency that's being, you know, pass through either wires or yeah. whatever it is transmitted right and it's just how radios work and we're the same way so it's that's that boomerang effect and law of attraction and all that crazy shit that right. i used to laugh at and be like oh that's some hippie ass you know like <laughs> i mean it's very simple too because like i said anyone that's into the podcast and go be around someone that's negative check check your energy when you're or your emotions how you are before you meet that someone talk to someone that's negative and after talking to them for a while about being negative you're like what the fuck like you'll feel down for that reason it's the one i think me and you talked about it too one time like I think you're reading a book. I don't know which one it was, but you're talking about how we most of us only pray mm-hmm. when something's bad happens to us. You know, we yeah, never. I think, I think we, that was yeah, thinking yeah, rich. Yeah, it was thinking rich, and we don't. You know, we don't pray when we're happy. Like, oh, I mean, some of us do, I guess. You know, uh, you should. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and maybe anyway, you should, but no, yeah. No, so, not, but for the most, I mean, at least for me, not being super <laughs> religious, I'm. Yeah. You know, when we pray is when something bad happens. Right. And, you know, and I, after that, I thought about it. I was like, I thought, I thought about it. I was like, bro, it's like it's just the energy too. You're the sad. You know, bad energy you're putting out. Yeah, so. what, what you're attracting, right? What your subconscious is putting yeah, out there. So. That, that is and like I said, it's tied down to everything as far as business. Like, fuck. Like I said, a year ago, I would not think where I'm at now. Like, it's to a point where, like, I mean, yeah, I'm busy. I'm super busy, you know. But I still, I, you know, I take. there's times where I take days off just to, you know, go to the beach and take my shoes off and ground myself. Like, you know, yeah. people are like, like I said, if I tell my dad that, he's like, what the fuck? Why are you <laughs> well, grounding yourself? What the fuck is that? He's like, you know, you're, you start being a bitch and just go back to work, ty- go, go back to work type of thing. But, you know, it's like that. But it's like it back to anything, everything, uh, childhood traumas, you got to break those habits. Like, you know, and if it works for you, then great. You know, yeah, you might think, okay, fucking Omar and Armando are crazy, but there's people out there like done the work that we did. They're like, oh no, we, I totally get him. You know, it's not, we're not right or wrong. You know, it just, that's just us and how we see life and how we, you know, gone to grow yeah yeah so. that's it man but no it's uh it's just part you know for the way i look at it it's just part of the part of the journey and part of the evolution right um and um yeah man it's it's a trip but at the same time it it has and you know i'll ask you the same question i know on my side it, it has helped me with business mm-hmm. right it has because what happens is once you be you once you develop and you know putting aside like meditation and vision and a law of attraction and you know having a vision board and you know all that kind of manifestation yeah you know there's like a whole it's like i said it it, there is it's a rabbit hole right and there's a lot involved and you know there's other episodes where we discuss that stuff but what 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 it comes down to for me as far as the emotional intelligence is it has ultimately it has allowed me to become a better leader not just that in in business, but also with family, because all of a sudden you process those emotions and you realize that we all do have trauma. And where mm-hmm. is it caused from? And then, oh shit! Well, it's because of this. Well, let me be. Let me not do that to my kids. Let me be a better, you know, not better, but different yeah. father than than maybe my father was to me. Yeah. Right. Let me encourage my kids to talk about their feelings and process their emotions, which you know is different culturally, not culturally, but generationally. Than, than, you know, the generation before us, yeah. right? But at the same time, we could take what we're learning now and implement it and help our kids and your future kids or your kids yeah. that, you know, uh, your kids and your future kids uh, avoid the trauma, 
right? And help have them live a happier life's life because they don't have these things, these beehives that they got to kick, then it's all worth it. Yeah. On the business side, emotional intelligence has allowed me to, I've always been empathetic, right? I've always been able and had the ability to take care of my customers mm-hmm. in the right way because I care, blah, 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 all that good stuff. And I've always been a good leader, but it's helped me become a great leader because of emotional control through emotional intelligence, right? And now, and you know, it's actually processing feelings and not just speaking out of your ass when you get pissed and, yeah. you know oh, what yeah. I mean? And, and all that, that on me for me. you know, and, and, you know, and the thing about it, and this is, this is where I deviate from 75 hard. And, and again, I know there's, there's uh, people have their strong opinions about the program because it is a great program, but something that, that I learned and was taught is that, and I think I mentioned it, you know, in another podcast is that, 75 hard, it's like, you know, you get to the end and then what happens, right? After 75 days, you go and you, you, you go out and drink and drink, have, have all the drinks. You go back and you eat a big ass pizza and and go back to your routines. You stop working out and you derail, right? I derailed. I'm guilty of that. Right. And the the thing about that is that, you know, that's not, that's not the point of the program, right? The point of the program is to develop the skill set of discipline because it's a diminishing skill that's very difficult to sustain and then continuing that momentum through life, not the, and and that's why it's not the program's fault. It's, it's our fault as the people doing the program to, you know, to set that, oh, 75 days from now, I'm going to do this, right? That's just, that's just us being human or whatever, right? But what it comes down to is this, this, I mean, everything, this personal development, this whole journey, everything that we're doing is truly a lifelong thing that we got to go Every through day. and work through one day at a time, one hour at a time, literally, like literally I'm time blocking my hours. Know, right. Um, and it's, it's never going to end and that's all good, man. It's just part of the, part of the ride, right. Of becoming, right. Um, you know, more, more aware and running through it. But thank God that we have, you know, our, our, our people are, 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 what do you call it? Our, um, patties, our patties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Our, our guides, our mentors, our, our friends, uh, to, to experience life with. Right. But yeah. it's, uh, it's been a wild journey so far. And it also helps a lot that we have like, and it's funny cause I go back to this business is, I mean, being part of the rotary and you being such like a pillar of the community and like, you know, it's funny because as I'm not gonna say their name, but it was a, a people in the rotary that when me and you are talking shit to each other, they're like they, they look at me like what the fuck's wrong with you? Like why are you being disrespectful towards Armando? And <laughs> and in my head I'm like I'm not being disrespectful towards Armando. I mean Armando are have a different relationship. He's like a big brother to me, you know. So you know sometimes I catch myself like when we're around other professionals like oh shit let me be more professional. But I'm like, at, <laughs> but sometimes like and that's the thing too like before like with the shadow work I was like dude like before a lot of us are like that we care what people think about us so much. Yeah. But ever since doing the same, I was like, dude, this is me. Like, if you don't like me, then, you know, time to, you know, fuck off or something. But that's <laughs> the, and then, like I said, going back to, like, the, I just remember one time, like I said, I, we were yeah. we were drinking, socializing somewhere. And I was, like, just talking to you, like, you know, like a friend. And then, you know, this person looked at me like, why are you talking to him like that? And, then, yeah. and I'm like, you know, in my head, I was like, this, this is my boy. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, so the way it's like as the 75 house taught me as a business, too, is like, you know, I or the energy, all that stuff. It's like I, I. I don't really put up with people's bullshit. Like I see through it now. It's like I will not be disrespectful, be like, dude, like fuck off. But I'll be like, all right, like cool, like I understand. But it's like that because a lot of business owners are greedy. Like you know, they see there's it's like that with anything though. You know, people. I mean, you know, maybe I should have said it. No, yeah, it's like a, uh, you know, my the saying for us is like uh, the biggest enemy for Mexicans another Mexican. 
because a lot of Mexicans like to put other Mexicans down. <laughs> and maybe it's all the cultures, but I'm coming from being Mexican. And right, I, it right. definitely feels like that. It's like, or like, you know, it's to the point where like, I mean, it was, um, I've got more support from strangers than my friends. Like yeah. my friends from kindergarten. Like I can count how many friends have actually posted my business. Yeah. But I can tell like with you, I've only met you, what, three, four years? And you've done more for me than any of my friends. Or like, you know, like Cedric from After Hours Plumbing. Like, you know, they helped me out more. But it goes back to like not everyone's happy for you. They're happy that you're making it yeah. until you start making more than them. And it has to go all with energy. Like I, yeah, I yeah. block all that off. Like I try to, I try to just focus on my people that yeah, that's want, want well, me to win. Uh, there's, you know, you saw I posted yesterday another thing from Chris and he said, look, pay attention who's clapping and pay attention who's not clapping. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is you have, you're, you, as you become more aware, you're going to realize where to put your energy in and where to set your boundaries. And mm-hmm. I'm still learning that because yeah. it's all yeah, still yeah, new and we're still developing it, right? And and um, the more confidence you get in yourself, then the more um, the more comfortable you're going to be with your authentic person. And you should you should shoot for authenticity, right? And that's something that you've always had, no doubt. Dude, yeah. you're going to say whatever's on your oh, mind. Lose can lose over here. I try to catch myself. More but at the same that. time, like, like whatever, you know, bro. we could all be a little bit more like that. Yeah. And no, dude, not everyone's going to like it. Not everyone's going to align mm-hmm. with you. Um, but the other thing to say uh, is just simply that pay attention. I think I don't know if this was. Uh, an Ed Milet or an Andy Frisilla thing, but just to quote one of those guys or misquote them is you'll never get hate from people that are uh, quote unquote beneath you. Yeah. never. Or sorry, from above, above you, above you. Above you. Yeah. There you go. People that, that judge you, people that criticize what you're doing, people that do all, I mean, it's never from the people that are, mm. that are at a higher level or more never. experienced than you. It's, they're going to root for you more than the people that are beneath you. Because they've right? been there. They've done it. You know. And the people that are beneath you, they're, all, all it is at the end of the day, it's other people projecting their insecurities. And, you, yeah. and, and that's all, that's all, that's all it is. So again, with having that awareness, you learn how to you know where to put your energy in and that, that doesn't mean to tell everyone to go away and, yeah. and, and be a dick yeah. you know what i mean all it is is just you just set your boundaries and yeah. you know where to spend your energy and and uh and that's why at the end of the day it comes back to you you'll realize pretty quick who your circle is and yeah. where you should be associating with and and that's life man but no dude um i just to just to round it out man i i i'm, I'm definitely grateful for you bro and, and we've been able to share this journey together yeah, as neighbors and friends sure. and and colleagues and uh clients and everything else in between man so i do appreciate you um uh to just to kind of close things out um as as people look out for you know if people want a car wrap and or people want to get into you into this stuff with you how, how can they find you well i have my social media the central coast auto styling so it's basically much, it's my instagram right now i'm working on the website uh my number's on the bio, so um, that's the easiest way. And Google. Yeah, Google. Yeah, yeah keep keep up with the Google. Google. Don't trip, bro. I'll go ahead and put some links up on the description, yeah. but I just want to thank you. I'm sure we'll, we'll – um, I'm going to be curious to see where you are in a couple of years, yeah. and we'll get you back. Oh, no, yeah. That's, it's Honestly, it's like I get excited. I I just – I know I haven't even, like, scratched the surface. Cause, like, I mean, we talked about it, you know, off topic. We You know, we – uh it's so easy to to have a successful business, especially nowadays, because nobody answers the fucking phone. Nobody, the bar's low. Yeah, the bar's super <laughs> low. And like even me, like even me that I'm so busy and like I don't have the manpower to, like I just just the beginning. Like I I'll say it myself. Like I if my business is not times three next year, is because it's my fault, and that's it. Extreme ownership, yeah. baby. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's the best book I've ever read in my life too. So <laughs> all right, man. Well, Omar, I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for joining us here at uh, the Mag One Media. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you, bro. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me.